double, motherfucker. Now that's what I call foul play. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> oh my god, I'm fired up for this fucking Thanksgiving horror episode. That was a uh, quick little snippet from my favorite, well, one of my favorite uh, Thanksgiving horror movies. Th- uh, that was Thanksgiving. Uh, that movie and Blood Rage are two of the only movies you should be watching on Thanksgiving. Well, okay, maybe the one that you picked. But the one I picked... Yes, no, the one you picked. Well, you know what? If you watch that one with Thanksgiving, those would probably actually pair really well because they're both terrible quality movies, but they're stupid enough to enjoy. And this one, uh, this one for terrible quality, like it came out what, last year, right? Last year, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I mean, they did that on purpose, but still, like, yikes. Yikes, indeed. Uh, but, you know, I, that's, the, that's the problem with uh, picking movies is I, I go pretty much solely based on ratings. And the one I picked had a fucking 3.0. And I'm like, all right, that's good news. Released last year because uh, the one you picked had like a 2.6. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. So I'm very excited. This is episode 122. Uh, I'm your host, Austin Proctor. That's that's the man himself, uh, your co-host, Spencer Laffer Mab. Hello. Yeah, Laffer Mab. <laughs> Honestly, you completely <laughs> threw me off. I'm like, who the fuck am I? Laffer Mab. You know, your Xbox name. That's not my Xbox name. Spencer Laffer Mab. Yes, no, it is. No, my Xbox. No, that, that's my. That's not my Xbox. That's your name on Xbox. Well, oh, the name okay. Of- well, B and N are like right next to each other. And I fucked up a long time ago. And I just decided to say, fuck it. Yeah. And you're just Laffer Mab now. I mean, that's whatever. It works <laughs> because that's not my real name. So people don't know my real name. Ha-ha. They're probably just like, what the fuck happened to this guy's name? Laffer Mab? What? Did he misspell mob? Uh, that was a terrible joke and a segue into whatever I'm about to talk about next. Anyways, um, so yeah, we've got two Thanksgiving horror movies we picked out. We And we are scraping the bottom of the barrel now because there's not many. No, there's really not. I think for our first one we ever did back in 2019, I think we did four, me and Corey. And then me and Corey, I believe, then the year after that did another two after we got under the two uh, movie thing, and now we pick two more, and I'm like, there's there's not much left. There's really Thanksgiving horror is uh it's a very niche. I was uh, really hoping that uh Eli Roth would actually make that movie. Thanks the the like, yeah the tr- Grindhouse it was trailer. supposed to happen, but since the Grindhouse bombed so badly, they I mean Machete yeah. like Machete happened. I know but it was the same and the same thing. I mean I know, but I, I heard re- uh, reasoning behind why a lot of those didn't get done was because it just bombed so badly. That makes sense. I mean it. it I mean Machete was definitely the strongest too. We can well, agree. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Plus it was Danny Trejo. I mean that also. It's Trail, but uh, um, it, uh, that uh, the movie also sp- uh, spawned, almost uh, spawned it. Uh, spawned spawned it. <laughs> it, it. It also was going to be a trilogy, but the second one did so poorly. But it got two made. Yeah, that's, Machete, that's more than I Machete Kills was not uh, that great. Um, yeah, who would think the one with Steven Seagal was better than the one with Mel Gibson? I mean, well, you did see a nude. What's her face? Even though that wasn't her, it was a body double. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Well, yeah, I'll. I'll Big time. I was so confused when I saw that because I was I like, mean, honestly, was it like, wasn't Lizzie. just it wasn't just the body double. It was an entire person double. If you watch that, she's not yeah. even in that scene. No, I know, but I remember watching the movie for the first time. Like, is that fucking Lindsay Lohan? Oh no, that's a okay. They must have done which, that. On purpose. Which Lindsay Lohan has done? You know, uh, well, not a lot, but like there is another movie called um, I Know Who Killed Me. Yeah, where she 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 her she plays a stripper and she actually does nude. Like she doesn't mind doing nude, but. They did that on purpose. I was gonna say they must have done that. Like no, no, that, that was, was on purpose <laughs> because if you watch the trailer again with with that, 
those two people are from. It's basically the same scene from the trailer. Like before yeah. they even oh, yeah, cast yeah, yeah, it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Before they even cast it, so it was already a low budget movie. They just kept. They just kept recycled uh, scenes. Danny Trejo was basically the only one that was actually signed on from the trailer. Everything. Everybody else was just like, you know what? Let's make this another movie. Oh, who do we need to put in? But yeah, if you look at the scene, the two actresses it's supposed to be are completely two different people, it's and it's hilarious. so fucking funny. Yeah, the first machete was great. Uh, yes. Yeah, machete kills. Eh, eh, eh. It had its moments, eh, it but had it was, moments, but still, but it was like, eh. ultimately not that great. Um, but yeah, it would have been great to actually see Thanksgiving by Eli Roth because you know it would have been bloody. It would have been amazing. And that's actually funny because we have an Eli Roth episode coming up here soon anyways. Yeah. Uh, so one day maybe we'll see that, but probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, so yeah, we've got uh, got two, oh boy, low budget movies for sure. Uh, one yes. One way more low budget than the other yes. and we'll, we'll, we'll get there. But I, I'm, I'm fired up about these. I don't know why. Uh, I really don't know why. I shouldn't be this fired up about these weird, wacky movies. Out of all um, the movies we've done, yeah, this one. I'm so <laughs> fired up today. I'm ready to go. Maybe it's also because of the fact that we have a four-day weekend. It's true. Uh, from work, which is great because I know last year and the and the year before that, they didn't give us Fridays off. Uh, for reasons I don't know, we work in the mortgage business, and they're like, no, we have to be there Friday. And I'm like, nothing is fucking open. I can't order wires for this. Sh- I can't do anything. So they finally this year were like, we're going to give you well, Thursday and funny, Friday off. Which is funny because because Tile and some people are actually open this Friday. So like some people are, but most most of them aren't. So it's nice to have a four day weekend. Um, so that's probably another reason why I'm super fired up right now. But uh, yeah, we'll get to those movies in a second. We got to talk about it. We got to talk about Ghostbusters. We oh, have yeah, for to sure. talk about Ghostbusters. For sure. We actually, you and I have not even talked about it like texting. We I just know. said it was good and fantastic I'm, and like I'm, that. But that I'm was wearing it. my, I wore this to the movies and then I set it aside and then I was now, like, I'll, I'll wear it again. Now, before we talk about it, are we doing any spoilers? No, okay. no spoilers. I just want to make sure before no, I get. No spoilies. Well, I just, just mainly because I, you know, we get excited and some things could come out of our mouths that we don't expect, you know, to say. No, yeah, just no, no spoilies because that, that ending. Yes. Uh, Oh, crying. That's basically where I was going to go. Crying. I really was. Oh, crying. <laughs> so, okay, if you don't know, there's a new Ghostbusters call uh, that's out called Ghostbusters Afterlife, and it takes place after the events that have happened in, uh, I think it was 84, and then whatever Ghostbusters 2 was, 88? 86? I think it was... I think it was 88. I think it was 84 one, It's 88. either 86 or 84. It's one of the two. I know yes. it's 84 for Shursky. That was well, the first no, one. Well, no, that was the first one, but then I think there was like a three or four year hiatus before the second one. Which makes sense because I mean, there there, a, well, there's a lot of reasons for that. Ghostbusters two, 1989. Whoa. What? Whoa, 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 what? When in '89? Well, like, like oh, I early? don't know, just '89. Oh, uh, probably around. I could have sworn it was '88, but whatever. I, I thought so too. Um, now those were directed by a man named Ivan Reitman, and uh, Jason Reitman, which is his son, is the one who directed Ghostbusters Afterlife, and. Even before I saw the trailer, when, once I found that out ages ago at this point, because it's been a yeah. while, I was like, cool, okay, it's it's in the family, it's going to be done justice, Yep. I, I feel good about this, but then I saw fucking Finn, Wolf, Finn, Finn, whatever, stupid is Finn, Finn, Wolfhard, Finn, Finn, Wolfhard. Fucking, fucking Stranger Things kid. I am just not a fan of him anymore. He peaked in Stranger Things, I didn't like him in The Turning, and I really haven't liked him in anything else. Did you not like him in, uh, in It? Not really, I, okay, It Chapter 1, I mean, yeah, but like, I don't know. No man, I just I feel like the novelty of him is kind of just wearing off because I mean, out of all of the Stranger Things kids, he's probably my least favorite. But yeah, you know, the one I want to see in more stuff, he's absolutely nothing else. Is uh, Gatton? I can't say his last name, but uh, oh, the, the Toothless. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm I would love him. to see him in more things. I'd but... like to see the uh, Mad Max and more shit too. And she was in uh, Fear Street. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, it took me and she was great in that. that. 
But I'd like to see her in more shit. But yeah, Finn, I don't know. Finn Wolfhard, the novelty's worn off for me. I loved him in Stranger Things. I think because he literally, like, he kind of just plays the same character, just more mature because he's older. And yeah. He can, and he can, we can do and that. I, and I, I can't fucking stand his hair. Cut that shit. You look like a mop. Cut it off. I can't, I don't know. I'm, hot take on that. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, that's fair. I mean, just, not, yeah. not everybody's a fan of everybody. I'm just not a fan of him. But then I didn't even realize that McKenna Grace was in this. Because she looks so different than what she Completely normally does. Completely unrecognizable. And if you don't know McKenna Grace, she's she's been I Tanya. Um, she was in Ouija, I think, Exorcism of Evil, or was it Annabelle Creation? She was in one of those. One spoo- of the two. She was in one of those. If not movies. both of them. I mean, if not both of them. Also, let me let me pull up her. Also, uh, she uh the end credit song she sings. I saw that, and I was yeah. like, whoa! Look she's, at her go. She's literally fifteen years. I was gonna old. say she's she's yeah she's fifteen. She's young. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, she she has sixty two fucking acting credits. Let's go through at some 15, of these. Yikes. At fifteen, yikes. At fifteen, good stuff. Uh, let's go through some of these because she really didn't start like popping off in the uh, industry until I'd say like twenty sixteen. Uh, actually, you know what? No, sorry, let me take that back. No, no, yeah, about twenty sixteen because she was in Independence Day Resurgence and then she was in How to Be a Latin Lover, which is a weird thing that she was in. I don't even remember her in that. That's a great fucking Um, movie. Amityville, The Awakening, I, Tanya, Ready Player One, Haunting of Hill House. That's what it was. Not we just exorcism of evil. Something Mike Flanagan. Uh, yeah, exactly. I know, I know, that's what it was. Something I knew Flanagan. It. So Haunting of Hill House, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. That's right. Uh, Captain Marvel, Annabelle Comes Home, and a couple other. You know, Handmaidens Tale, Malignant. Like, dude. Fucking fifteen years old. That's amazing. So once I once I realized that that was McKenna Grace. Once I saw her on screen, I was like, oh shit. And I'm like, okay, this is gonna be better than I thought. She, she was the best a, part of the movie. I liked the. Uh, I, I don't part. know the actor, but uh, her her the one friend she made, the little kid that oh, was podcast? in the podcast. Yeah, uh, I thought he was hilarious. I thought he was funny, but I it really made me want to vomit that his name was was podcast. Well, but, I mean, but he, it was, was, he was he was a child, and it well, and it was a name that he called himself. No one calls him that, but he dubbed yeah. himself podcast because he has a podcast. This was his first thing besides some uh, one episode of a TV show. Oh, okay. So I'm sure he probably has a, a pretty good future ahead of him because he was really good in that. Yeah, but McKenna Grace is amazing. Paul Rudd again, another just. Like him and McKenna Grace together on screen was probably my favorite thing of this year. Like yes. chemistry wise. Oh yeah. They were fucking perfect together and it was so funny. She was making those terrible jokes. Oh, but, but I, but I was dying. The, I, I was dying in the theater. I think of like me and like four other people were like laughing in the theater. I'm like, you guys suck. This, this, this is hilarious. I think my favorite uh, one was what's the, uh, or what if, what do a hamster and a cigarette have in common? They're both harmless until you light them on fire. I was like, and, Oh my God. Well, until you light them on fire and put them in your mouth. And I was like, well, that's a fucking joke. I've never heard. <laughs> so props to you for that. But yeah, McKenna Grace was totally awkward, and it's almost like a coming of age story for her in a sense. Which is weird because if you think yeah. about it, it kind of is. But yeah, her nerdy look was totally unrecognizable. Yeah, because she had the curly hair, you know, big glasses, and I'm like, okay, we all know this isn't a spoiler. She's Spangler's like some sort of relative. Uh, yeah. What, what, something. Sp- I can never remember the first names. <laughs> yeah, neither can I. I'll have to look it up. I don't. I just remember the because <laughs> they always went by the last names. I know. I can never remember. I swear to God. Oh, I, oh, Egon. Oh, Egon. Yeah, that, Sorry, that's me. the one I can't remember. Christ. Yes, Egon Spangler. And uh, so, yeah, you you know just from the trailer looking at her, you're like, yeah, okay. She's definitely related to him somehow. Turns out that she is uh, his granddaughter. And um, the mom, which I don't think she was in any other Ghostbusters. No, no. This was her first. This, this was, was her, her first, first Ghostbusters. Okay. 
Um, well, I'm gonna. I, I'm I gonna, love that actress, by the way, Carrie Coon. I do too, but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I did not like her in this role. She was kind of a shitty mom. She's kind of a shitty mom. I telling mean, telling her daughters like not be herself and like. So I think not. She, I don't know. She, I, I think because without giving, but the story in this one is is you know, which you know you find out that uh, she she didn't really have like a father growing up. So I think she was just she didn't really have a father figure growing up. So I think she was just going with what she felt like was right, regardless if it was wrong or right, because she. No. Had, yeah, I know. That's she, what I got from it. Is is I mean I agree with you, but like, I mean she was trying. She just didn't seem like she cared that much. I felt like she was kind of suppressing. Um, uh, what was her actual name in the fucking? Oh my god, what was her literal? I don't, I don't remember. Spencer, you're supposed to be prepared because I'm not uh, Phoebe. You didn't tell me we were going to talk about Ghostbusters. If you did, I would have been prepared. I just, I just remembered it. I was like, we have to talk. Yeah, about Yeah, so don't yell at me. Oh my god. So Phoebe, yeah, I feel like she was kind of suppressing Phoebe, and you know, at one point she tr- she tries to go to her mom at a pivotal scene in the movie. I can't remember what it was for. I don't know. I just was like, you're kind of a not a great mom right now. I know you've been through a lot and, you know, your dad abandoned you and all this stuff. And I, I get it. You've had a rough life. You know, they can't pay their mortgage. Yeah. They're they, going they, out. They've got were evicted. So basically they're living here. Yeah. They got oh, evicted they like the first 10 minutes of the movie. So and then and then she got the call about, you know, her, her dad dying and then they inherit the house and stuff like that. So I get it. She hasn't had a great childhood, but I feel like she could have been just like a wee bit more supportive. But I guess that's why they had Paul Rudd. Yeah. Who, who played uh, Gruberson, and oh. he was really the father figure. <laughs> Is to his Phoebe. name really Gary Gruberson? Yeah, Ga- Gary <laughs> Gary Gruberson. Great fucking name. That's not, that just has Paul Rudd written all over it. And he was just he, he was just Paul Rudd. He, he was, was Paul Rudd. He was Paul Rudd. The I charming, mean, goofy Paul Rudd. He plays almost the same character in every role, but it fucking I swear to God, it works every time. It's not like oh, you're trying to make this work. It just fucking works. It does. He's so natural. It just it just feel like it feel like it just is his nature to act like that. So you let know me I mean? ask you this. Oh, go for it. Um, no, that might be might, might be, be spoilery. That might be spoilery. <laughs> I Actually, can't I can't tell you if you if you don't well, tell me. Well, okay, so obviously you know the figure at the end of the first Ghostbusters, the female figure. Yeah. Do you know who played her in this movie? Uh, do not. I do. Oh, I do not I know. D- Olivia Wilde. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I I thought that was really, really like a nice little like, oh, that that came out of left field. They kind of kept that a secret for a while. Oh, interesting. Okay. And then um, Muncher, like the new Slimer, was uh, voiced by Josh Gad. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. I was I was honestly I miss Slimer, but like Muncher was a nice little addition. That was so cool because yeah. So if you again, if you haven't seen, or if you don't know, there is this new ghost who kind of looks like a Slimer. He's all fat and pudgy, but, but he's got like, like I think he's got like six arms or four and, and arms. And he's, instead of green, he's like light blue. Yeah, the ghosts in this are light blue. Yes, I think I think mo- I think every all of them are kind of a light blue. Yeah, which is interesting. Which I like because it looked good on screen. It did. Um, cause we saw it in Dolby. It looked, it looked crisp in Dolby. And also Same. let's talk about the mix real quick before oh, we go did. on with the muncher. Well, Sony knows what the, that Sony mix, knows what the, how dude, to mix. The fucking seats were like rumbling. That the was, overhead was fantastic. Oh, the bassy parts were, oh my God. This whole, the whole sound mix of the Atmos for that was, I can't wait to, to own that. And hopefully they do a steelbook and a 4k and they put Atmos on. Well, them, they're definitely, well, it is an Atmos and they are doing a 4k. Those are already up for pre-order, but as of a... As of a steelbook, no such luck yet. Well, I'll just I'll just pre-order the, the 4K. 
Well, yeah. Ain't going to twist my arm at all. It's fine. Um, so, yeah, the uh, sound mix was great. It looks great. The, the cinematography was fantastic. The CG as well was 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 very good. I mean, that whole storm in the beginning yes. of the movie, it was it was. Oh, near... uh, he definitely uh, Reitman definitely did his uh, his father proud. He, he yeah, would, he would have been so proud. It was uh, it was very well done. But yeah, going back to the Munger, it's this new little uh, little I almost said alien. He looks like an alien. New little ghost guy who munches on things, particularly metal, but then stores that metal in his mouth in little pieces and almost and shoots it back out machine gun style. And I was like, that is. Really that, interesting. That also sounded really good when yeah, he did that. Yeah, it sounded yeah. like he actually had like a Gatlin gun shooting at people. I'm like, oh, that's cool. It sounded really cool. Um, and if uh, if you if you like him enough, if you've seen the movie, they are coming out with Funko Pops of uh, Phoebe Gruberman. I, I pre-ordered both of those, and then they have Trevor in the car, the Ghost or the Ecto One, and then they have like like 12 or 13 different varieties of the little Stay Puft Marshmallow Men. Well, that makes sense. And I ordered... I that ordered... was also my favorite. <laughs> that sequence was my favorite. Oh my God, the fucking little Marshmallow Men burning each other up and then the one that was yeah. crawling across the like, grill. I was like, oh my God, they're... What? They're like, so cute. They're so cute, but like they're killing each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the one that jumped in the blender and then and it's like, yes. like splat and then you saw the eyes and the mouth on the uh, side but, uh, of the blender. But there, there are a lot of... Uh, if you're a huge fan of Ghostbusters, there, there's like... A shit ton of callbacks. Yeah. Not, and, and, you know, sometimes, like, there was nostalgia overload in this movie, but not to where, like, that's why the movie was made. It didn't felt like they were, it didn't, or it didn't feel like they were shoving it in my nope. face. They were just like, by the way, remember this? And I'm like, oh, But, like, little, little things, like, uh... Oh, excuse oh me. gassy, I know. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, it happens. There was a scene um, where somebody was covered up in marshmallow, just like Rick Moranis in the first one. Yep. And, and you know, if you if you haven't seen the other ones in a while or whatever, you're not going to catch that. But some so subtle, but it actually fit the scene. Like, they didn't just do it to do it. They did the, the nostalgia scenes were actually fit for the movie. It's like it was written that way, but, like, not in a, like, throw it down your throat, like, nostalgia way. And I think that's why uh, um, Ivan... Uh, I think that's why it did so well because he was directing. I felt like if it was someone else trying to... I think to, he wrote it, too, I believe. I can double-check yeah. that. Um. But yeah, I just, I felt like it just, it felt natural. Like I said, I didn't feel like it was being shoved down your throat with like, oh, remember all of yeah. these scenes? Also, um, the two hour runtime flew by. Yeah, I, I know. It was two hours, two four hours, minutes. Two hours, four minutes. Yeah. It just flew by. I remember the, because usually I'll check my phone at some point in a movie if, if I'm at a theater. The Not first, once. Oh, the first time, the first time I checked, it was like an hour and 45 in. And I was like, oh, there's like 15 minutes left. I was like, oh, hell yeah. I was like, because I was debating on whether or not I needed to pee. And I was like, oh, 15 minutes. I can hold that. Um, so it was written by Gil Keenan, Jason Reitman, and... Uh, well, Jason Reitman is the characters, like, yeah. Do what? Jason Reitman. Who was he was the one who directed the original. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, I got them mixed up. Jason is, yes, it was written written and directed by Jason. Ivan is the one that did the original. Sorry, sorry. yeah, that's what I meant to... Yeah, I'm so I, excited I right now, I get very, very confused. Um, so yeah, I think the fact that Jason directed this one... Um, yeah. It, that's why it didn't feel so forced. It just kind of felt more natural. But yeah, it was a delight to watch. Yes, I remember. I, as soon as I got out of the movie, I texted you like, Ghostbusters Afterlife was goddamn delightful. Yep, and I texted you and I was like, I wanted to watch it again. I was ready to, yes. just, I was ready to just get another take and be like, let's... Just be uh, like, oh, this next one's in 40 minutes. Got it. Yep, done. I'm going to watch this again. It was just so much fun. And again, like the, the CG is just... Because sometimes, you know, when you watch a movie like... Uh, I re we rewatched X-Men First Class. And that CG, even though it's only like eight or nine years old, I think, it wasn't that great. And I was like, oh, this is aged badly. But watching this, I'm like, I feel like the CG is going to age well. Yeah, so, sometimes, or at least it, I sometimes, hope. sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Like, uh, like I can, I, there's one scene with uh, X-Men Wolverine Origins, the, the horrible one. 
Well, there's one scene in particular that had CG that never got finished, even when it's theatrical oh, run. Geez. It was totally unfinished. And when you see the movie, you'll you'll know exactly the scene. But like honestly, at this point, I'm just gonna say it because who cares? No, no, don't, don't, don't. don't. I haven't seen it. You've never seen X Men. I Origins haven't seen it. And oh. me and Cam, you're going to the X Men universe right now. Oh. So don't say it. Okay, I won't say it. It's but... funny because that's supposed to be here tomorrow. <laughs> oh shit! Nice. But like, there's one particular scene where I'll see if I can catch it. It was unfinished CG. <laughs> Unfin- I mean, some of the CGI is bad, but this is... You can oh, clearly tell no. it was unfinished. Oh, no. And, it's, and I'm not talking about Deadpool. Okay. It has nothing to do with, with, right. with Ryan Reynolds. I'll see if I can uh, spot it and If you it. don't, you're fucking blind. That's how bad this <laughs> CGI is, dude. It's All right. horrible. I'll make sure I'm, I'm, I'm You need vigilant. to text me the moment you see it and be like, oh, Spencer, is this it? I'll be like, motherfucker, I found it. This is it. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it's so bad. And then we'll talk about it. But yeah, it's it was unfinished, and I guess they just never caught it and just left it alone. I don't know why. I mean, they had plenty of time to fix it for the Blu-ray, and there's like, no, nah, it's bad enough as it is. Hey, it's like the fucking cameraman in Harry Potter 2, Chamber of Secrets. They're, when they're dueling, yeah. you can literally... There's just a straight-up so cameraman. Many, even, <laughs> even, in, uh, even in the first Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, one of the ship scenes where they're just talking, yeah. you see the cameraman just follow follow where Johnny Depp's walking behind him with, with the boom mic, and I'm like... I mean, I get it, but in production, big productions like this, like, what the fuck, guys? Come on, do something about it. Like, I mean, I know in The Dark Knight, there's the infamous camera in the the, the window scene. They forgot the CGI, the camera out of a window. Yeah. Which is infamous. It's it's one of the most infamous, uh, like, I guess, mishaps of in movies. Goofs. And once you know about that specific scene, every time you watch that movie, even if you try to, like, not look, see it. It's you're, there. You're, you're going to see it. Because you know, other than that, that movie is perfection. Yeah. Every, so you're yeah. like, so so when you see a slight imperfection in a perfected movie, you're like, you'll never unsee it. I don't think I've actually ever seen that, but I'll look for it next time I watch. <laughs> oh, next time I watch, it, I'll point it out. All right. I'll be like, well, right fucking there. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um. So yes, very very exciting stuff. Ghostbusters Afterlife. I they I feel like they set it up to do another one. Of course, we have the old... Honestly, though, even if they don't, like, I'm okay with what we have. No, no, yeah, I'm okay if they don't. But, I mean, I kind of would like to see uh, Phoebe and Gruberman back I mean, on screen. I mean, especially you know after saying? this, I would love to see a sequel. Yeah. But uh, also, you know, I mean... Like, if it happens, it happens. And if I I, I, figure, I figure that, you know, Jason... There's a couple uh, of people in there that are kind of also, like, super busy with other movies and stuff. So That's like, true, yeah. Like, Carrie, Carrie Coon was in... Um, is also part of the Marvel uni- uh, Cinematic oh, Universe. Oh, true, okay. She, yeah. play- she played one of the baddies with, with Thanos, but I... One of them. And of, of course, those. you know, Paul Rudd is Ant-Man, so... What? What? Son of a bitch! I thought that was Michael Douglas. Spoiler alert. Wow. Well, I mean, he was the first Ant-Man. That was the joke. Uh, 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 wow. Uh, uh, got it. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, is there anything else you, you've uh, seen that you want to mention or anything else going on? That with you, no. I, I can tell you that I got all these lovely movies back here. Um, because, you know, the audience can see that. I know. I got. Uh, so it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. There was this guy on the Shout Factory group that I'm in and I, I'm always perusing through, you know, what can I get? What can I what can I buy? This guy had like fucking like 100 movies for sale. So I combed through and I didn't even do this intentionally, but I bought Big Trouble in Little China, Escape from L.A., um, The Thing. And then My Bloody Valentine, and then the alternate slip for My Bloody Valentine, which I already had a copy that I just put the slip over. So then I realized I got them all in. I was like, man, this is a John Carpenter and uh, fucking Kurt Russell very heavy buy, because three of those movies yeah. are all John Carpenter and Kurt Russell. So I thought that was kind of funny. Um, and then I also got Return of the Living Dead Part 2 up there with the slip nice. going on. I just buy, buy, too, I buy too many movies. I'm up to... S- oh, I also put all my DVDs behind you now, too. And I, and I catalog those as well. Nice. 
I have 656 total things. Total things. Total movies. Woo! I think you're up to like 716. And we still have and probably still like have 300 like, to go at we least. We still have like more more racks to, to, we have one. to catalog. We have four racks to go. We're cataloging, cataloging, cataloging <laughs> our, our Blu-rays with an app called Blu-ray.com. Check it out now for free. Um, if you'd like to sponsor us, that's fine. Uh, uh, stay spooky at Outlook.com. I don't even if you, you don't even care if you send me just one Blu-ray a year. That's that's fine. I'll, I'll take it. Um, I'll mention you on every fucking episode. You better believe it. So uh, any anything from you that you've been watching, buying anything, nothing. Not really. Not that can think. God damn it, Spencer. What? That's fine. I'm just kidding. Um, so let's move on to these movies then. Go see Ghostbusters, by the way. If you haven't seen Ghostbusters, go see it. Stop what you're doing. Pause the episode right now. Go to the theater, rent it. I don't care what you have to do to see it. If you're into Ghostbusters fan, you'll like it. It has a 3.5. Okay. On Letterboxd. That should say something. Oh, I went down. When it first came out, it was on 3738. Yeah, but I mean, well, yeah, of course, it's going to level out. But I yeah, mean, I know. It was a joke. If, was you, like, if you think about it, like the first Ghostbusters, 3.8. Ghostbusters 2, 3.1. And, and you know, it being the holidays, that's a, that's a perfect family film. It really honestly. is. Honestly. Ghostbusters remake. 2.5 and then afterlife okay now it's got a 3.4 but i mean still still that's yeah that's almost close to the yeah. original rating like that's uh, pretty one, fucking one, good one is still my favorite then it's this one uh like it's, so it's for me it's ghostbusters afterlife, afterlife. and then the ghostbusters 2 and then the yeah. and i just put the i don't i didn't even like the other one and it had nothing to do with the girls being and i just thought it was a crap movie but it it is still last on there for me yeah that's fair that is that is totally fair, which sucks because I love the director because he did Bridesmaids and Bridesmaids is fucking hilarious. See, see that that director for me is hit or miss. I think I well yeah. I mean I yeah I know I guess, I guess I just like him from that and the Heat and stuff like that. Like Spy and uh, the Heat are were, were great movies for me. I personally did not like Bridesmaids. I love Bridesmaids. I did not. I laughed maybe once in two hours. That is that is interesting. I I I, I quote that movie all the time and I don't even mean to. But uh, what's her face? The uh, bigger lady, I can't. Oh, Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. She, that is my favorite role of hers. She's also hit or miss for me. Yeah, well, yeah, she kind of. But in this one, she's perfect, and I'm like, oh, I relate to you because like you're just that awkward person. That's me. It's fair. That's me. And Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph are, are great. I mean, it's it an amazing cast. I just it just didn't work for me. You have these big movies that just don't work for you, and I'm always trying to dissect it and figure it out, but then there's just no point because you're just not going to like it. It's fine. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. You're never going to figure me out. I, I don't, I don't want to figure you out. I'm like a sure. Rubik's Cube you'll never be able to do. You're like an enigma. Uh, that's worse. Mystery too. wrapped in a riddle. Um, <laughs> Mr. Edward Enigma. Wow. Batman Forever. I mean, probably. I've seen that like twice. Edward Enigma's the Riddler. Oh, well, okay. Batman Forever. Hey, okay. Gosh. <laughs> Dude, I saw that once when I was a kid, and then once like a year ago. What? <laughs> That's like my favorite bad Batman movie. Moving on. This is we're, we'll do the Batman movies at Christmas, maybe. Maybe the well, just maybe, the second one. Just the second one. That's the only Christmas movie of the Batman. Uh, That's true, Batman. No, Forever. Batman and Robin is too, just because Mr. Freeze. But no, everybody chew. Just, just, just watch the five-minute uh, monologue of Mr. Freeze on YouTube of just his bullshit stuff. <laughs> Yeah, every line of his in that movie is is a fucking like it, it's so goddamn annoying. Every word he says, I'm like, oh, I just want to, uh, I want to punch you in the face. I love you, Schwarzenegger. Shut, punch Schwarzenegger in the face. See what shut, happens. Oh god, just into space with me, <laughs> gone. Um, all right, let me get my notes here. Let's get into these movies. My, or I'm not gonna talk about mine for too long because it's just, it's just fucking silly, and there's not a lot of information on it. The movie I picked, uh, begrudgingly, uh, was uh, the last. It's called The Last Thanksgiving. Not rated, 
uh, runtime, a, a very, a very brisk one hour, 13 minutes. That still felt too long. Probably like hour and 10 without, you know, credits. Yeah. Listed strictly as a horror, I would put comedy in there too because I yucked a few times. At, at, you yucked? Oh man, I was, I was, I was, <laughs> dude, there were so many lines that I was like, this is so stupid. I love it. Uh, this was released on November 17, 2020, straight to Blu ray, apparently. This made a Blu ray? Apparently. Yikes. It said Blu ray release in, in the USA. In November. How did that get a Blu ray, but some of these movies that deserve a Blu ray don't? I know, Spencer. What the F? I don't know. Uh, directed by a man named Eric Lorink, and this was his first movie, and it shows. And it showed, yeah. Oh boy, starring a whole bunch of people with not a goddamn picture <laughs> on IMDb. Ninety percent of these fucking people didn't even have a goddamn picture, so I wasn't gonna bother going into the fucking people in this. Ugh. The people that did have pictures were the were the stars, but they were like all the way at the end of the list, and I'm like, is this alphabetically? What the fuck? Whatever. Nothing on the budget, nothing on how much it grossed, because we all know it's an indie film that went straight to VOD slash Blu-ray, apparently. Fucking what is this goddamn madness? Uh, movies that came out around the same time. I shouldn't even mention these because it was a year ago, and you should probably know, but uh, we got... And I tried to do the stuff that came streaming, so we got Tremor, Shrieker Island, The Beach House, which was surprisingly good. If you haven't seen that, go house. see it. Yeah, watch that shit. Beach House was pretty fucking Who was good. in that? Remind me real quick. Oh, it was another indie, like, low-budget movie. But oh, it was, it, okay. Yeah. It just sounds yeah. familiar. It was great. Uh, the Craft Legacy, Come Play, Fat Man, Death Sember, The Christmas Chronicles 2, which sucked. And the uh, Crudes, The New Age, which ah. was really fun. Fat Man was great. Fat Man was great. Still need to watch December. Christmas Chronicles 2 sucked so much ass. I'm sorry, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. It was pretty bad. Oh, my God. It, Tremor Shrieker Island was actually really good, too, for its, for its last one. That was the last Tremor. That oh, that's the, the last one. The last one. Okay. No, it's the, the last, last one, one that came out or like the last no, one? No, it's unless they re, unless they reboot it, this is the last one in the series. Well, if they reboot it, I need John Heater and Kevin Bacon to come back. So. Well, there's been rumored that if they do remake it, Kevin Bacon has already shown interest. So we got we got we got one other two so far. Yeah, remake the try to remake the first one, then I'll then I'll be into it. Yeah. Uh, favorite horror moments of this one? I don't know. Um, there wasn't really many great horror moments, but I'd have to say the whisk to the eyeball was pretty awesome. That was great. My that my uh, awesome. that one, but also like the uh, it was real quick, and if you blinked, you missed. It was uh, the the dude in the wheelchair was like literally just randomly cut in half. <laughs> That's true. Yes. So, but that's about it. Yeah, there was some uh, there was some okay blood. There was some decent things, um, you know, for how low budget this was. Nothing amazing, but you know, hey, I I I, I applaud your effort. So let's get into this movie. Oh boy! So right off the bat, I was kind of uh, hopeful because I got an '80s vibe. Yep. I was like, oh, there's like I, I was synthes- the same. Yeah, I was like, there's synthesizers, and I like the text on the screen. It looks kind of '80s. That charm went immediately out the window yes. once the fucking actors appeared on the screen. And I was like, oh, it's 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 you, you can tell what kind of movie it's going to be when when you hear dialogue and you're like, OK, first, the audio sucks. Audio was not great. It sounded like they had a microphone in the fucking corner. It was of the only room. stereo. It was only a stereo. First then I just mean like the recording. Of, oh, oh, yeah. It sounded like the mic was like in the corner of the room as opposed to being like an overhead boom mic. Yeah. So the sound quality wasn't that great. And you could just tell the acting was like. This is B movie acting. This is indie B movie acting. So that yeah, that charm went right out the window. And it's a family with a girl named. Lee. I don't even know how these people's names because I couldn't fucking match their picture up to any. Same. So I don't I don't know how these names. So I'll give you all the names I have that I can remember. So I know the main girl's name is Lisa and fuck mom and dad whatever they are. I don't know their names, but they seemed uh, kind of indifferent to her existence because she has to go to work. 
but it's Thanksgiving and she doesn't want to. And her dad's like, oh, you hate your family anyways and blah, blah, blah. And then she picks up like a deviled egg and eats it. And she's like, who made the deviled eggs? And mom's like, I didn't. She's like, they taste iffy and smashes it on the ground. And I was like, oh boy. And then on the, on her way out, her mom calls her a bitch while she's in earshot. I'm like, wow, mom of the year right there. Doesn't like your deviled eggs. Natural reaction, bitch. Okay, mom. Uh, getting a sense that Lisa has some very weird emotions with Thanksgiving. She also seems to hate everyone. She seems very angsty. Yes. Very angsty. I don't know who hurt her or what happened to her, but she has a very, very negative vibe going on, and I'm not liking it. Um, then we uh, literally go to another couple in their house. They're making sandwiches, or she's making sandwiches, and then she just takes a knife and uh, cuts her hand. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? And she just cuts her hand. Her husband walks in. She's like, he's like, hi, honey, and doot, doot, doot. And uh, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I thought the sandwiches needed more flavoring. And then just like wipes some blood and puts it on the sandwich. And I'm like, well, that's pennies. The, uh, ooh, iron. That's that's a, okay. So I was kind of put off by that. I don't know what's going on there. And uh, she's also making something in the in the blender, which looks like cranberry sauce or something. I don't think it was. No, it, was it definitely all, was not. I think it was, but it was red and gooey. And I was like, oh, it looks like cranberry stuff. But she puts that bowl of whatever the fuck that was in a closet or the basement? Something. Yeah, one of the two. One of the things. And uh, she, sa- she says something to it. I don't know. She sets it down and is like, here's your food or whatever. So there's something living in the closet slash basement slash guest room. Whatever that is. Um, Lisa then pulls up to the establishment where she works. It's called Dairy's Fish and Chips. Because nothing screams Thanksgiving like fucking fish and chips. That's what I want. On Thanksgiving Day. I don't know why this place is open. Also, their sign out front is very, uh, very ominous. It's like, it's like this, it's like someone took four bed sheets and stuck them together. And it was like, we're open. Like, I assure you we're open. Yeah. It's like, uh, okay. Like you could have just had the open sign on what, you know, whatever. Um, and, uh, this is by far the weirdest cast I've ever seen. I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out because as soon as Lisa goes into the diner, we, or the, whatever you want to call it, restaurant, she sees this girl outside smoking a cigarette who's also an employee and she's kind of goth looking or whatever. And this is my favorite dialogue right here because she walks in. Lisa says, or some, she says something to Lisa, the goth chick. And Lisa looks at her and says, why don't you go watch the craft for the 50th time? You, you poser. And I'm like, oh my God, that was great. Cause she literally looks like uh, someone trying to be in the movie, yeah. the craft. That was fucking hilarious. I almost spit my drink out because I was I wasn't expecting it. I was sipping my drink and then she said that and I had to like, oh God, please don't spew that all over my computer because I almost it almost happened. I thought that was hilarious, but I also like stupid lines like that. That's just me. So yeah, we have Lisa, the, the goth chick that no one understands, the gay server who's trying to get with the other server. That Lisa's like, not nah, he's not gay, even though I'm pretty sure he was. I don't know if they ever reveal it, but I don't know. They don't. He says he's not gay, but I'm like, I don't know, Buster. <laughs> Buster. I don't know. You might be on the fence there, um, which again is fine. I just thought it was funny that he was trying to get with someone that apparently isn't gay and also too young for him because uh, Lisa goes over and talks to him and it's like, yeah, I think Eddie's going to try to ask you out. And Tyler's like, I'm not gay and he's too young for me. And I'm like, I mean, y'all look about the same age. I don't know how old Ar- or not Archie. That's the guy from your movie. I don't know how old. Uh, I don't even know the guy's name. Tyler. I think it's a Tyler. The, Whatever. The, the what? cook. Yeah. The cook I, I'm like, you guys seem about the same age. So I don't know why you think he's too old for you. Um, and then we also meet the manager at this point and his dad's there for whatever reason. I don't even think they explain why his dad is there. Nope. So, and he looks like a fat Ryan Reynolds. He looks like a B movie version of Ryan Reynolds, but also fat. Yeah. 
I'll show you again. But when he popped on screen, I was like, is that fat Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, the first thing I thought was uh, Bill Murray's brother. The, not the dad, the manager. Oh, I see. I was going with, I thought you meant the dad. No, I, no. Sure, I probably should have specified. No, yeah, the, the manager I agree with. The manager. That's with, why I was like, look at him, like thinking like, no, I think that's wrong. He's like B-movie fat Ryan Reynolds. It was so funny. So yeah, it's a very odd cast. I don't know what's going on here. Oh, and then you have the, the ladies in the back that are the cooks who like made, she's like, what's the sandwich did you make for me? BLT. What'd you make for me? BLT. What? What the fuck was that whole scene with them making BLTs for each other? I was so confused. Very confused. There's a lot of stuff going on in this movie. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily understand it. And I'm not going to try to dissect it. Nope. There's no point. Because I don't think any in this any stuff in this movie is meant to mean anything. No, it's all there. It's random chaos. So all that's going on at the Eddie's fish and or Dairy's fish and chips. Also, I don't know if that's a, like a low key reference to it. I thought so too, just because I'm like dairy, but I'm like, I don't think so. I don't think so, but it is spelled this, the this, same this, way. So this I don't movie, know. this movie is not. This movie didn't seem smart enough to do references. I don't know. That one uh, buddy, Lisa's boyfriend, did make a reference about uh, how his movie wanted to be Sleepaway Camp mixed oh, with fucking okay, that's true. Mona Lisa Smile or some shit. He said, he said Sleepaway Camp and another movie that did those movies did yeah, not sync no, up. And I was sense. like, so, so maybe, maybe? I don't maybe know. It was, or maybe it's, it was, it's they just an actual restaurant. It which, probably was an actual which, I mean, restaurant. This movie was also filmed in Miami, Florida. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yep. So I'll look for Dairy's Fish and Chips in Miami. Anywho, so uh, all that's going on. And then um, we find out that uh, while Lisa's talking to the manager, he's like, I'm going to call a meeting. We're going to talk about this and that. And then that's after she goes and talks to the manager. That's when she talks to Tyler saying, hey, I think Eddie's going to ask you out. And then he has a whole conversation about being too old and also not gay. Um, But then right after that, he goes, uh, Tyler goes over to kind of fuck with Eddie and he's like, hey, I need to tell you something. And Eddie's like, oh, man, I've been meaning to ask you something, too. And he's like, I think I'm a little bit psychic. And uh, he's like kind of confused. Like, can you prove it? And he, and he does this weird thing, which he like rolls his eyes yeah, back he in his head. Back. I thought I was like, oh, that's actually a pretty cool thing you can do. I was kind of creeped out for a second. He's like, he's like, uh, Mr. Whatever his name is going to call a meeting. And then he comes out and the meeting's called. And Eddie's like, what the fuck? Fucking wizard. And uh, at this meeting... Uh, the, the manager, I think his name is Mr. Pearls, I believe. I don't remember. I don't remember. They're all forgettable people. He says that, um, okay, you know, it's very slow. No one's coming in. If no one comes in before you guys clean up, then y'all can go. And not two fucking seconds later, this old bitch comes in like, are you guys open? Well, gee, I don't know. You walk through an open door and there's fucking people sitting here. Maybe you could put two and two together, but I think that might be too hard for her because she does not seem like she's all there. Uh, this is also the same person who orders a fucking chicken or a turkey. Turkey. At a fucking fish and chips place, okay. And then when she, Lisa comes back out and she's like, oh, your food's almost ready. And she's like, you know what? I think I'm going to change from a chicken to a salad. And she's like, but your food's almost ready. She's like, yeah, but I'm a vegetarian. She's like, why the fuck would you order the chicken? For like, real, though. <laughs> like, why would you order meat then? What, what are you doing, lady? And she didn't. She she did not do anything to the story to bes- like besides just being a complete asshole customer. So that was stupid. I hated that. Um, so after they do the meeting, the lady comes in. Now they're stuck there, I guess, for the rest of the night because one person came. And so now now everyone has to work, um, except for Lisa, because she's like, hey, I'm going to take the trash out and then go. And the manager makes the stupidest fucking comment. He's like, whatever turns your boat on. Yeah. And, and she's like, do you mean whatever floats your boat? And he's like, yep. Like, 
okay, I don't know who fucking wrote this script, but man, I don't think you've ever... Have you ever seen a movie? <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Do you know words? Do you know English? I mean, I can barely speak. Words are hard. Words are hard, and I know that because I can barely get a sentence out. But it, I feel like if I was writing a script, you know, I'd, I'd write it. Whatever turns your boat on. Whatever turns your boat on. Like, mm, wow. No. <laughs> I would have just left then. I wouldn't have even tried to correct him. Like, yep, my boat is on. I'm leaving. See you later. So I guess she's going to take the trash out and then go see Buddy. And uh, she doesn't even fucking take the trash out. She gets halfway there and then just drops it in the middle yeah, of the street. Yeah, like what? Okay. Um, but it was also funny because uh, while she was doing that, Tyler and Eddie were outside. And she's like, I think she's going to go see Buddy. And then she turns around and like, I'm going to go see Buddy. And Eddie's like, what the fuck is this fucking wizard? <laughs> and it's so ridiculous. He just thinks this guy is like a legit psychic. I love that he kept going with it. Yeah, he kept just fucking with them more and more. It was, it was goddamn hysterical. Um, oh God. So yeah, we go back to that weird couple, but it's just the lady, whatever her name is. And she's talking to someone through the door. I think it's the beast or whatever is in the other room that she fed earlier. And we get a little background on why they go out killing and eating people. And that was actually a fucking solid little sequence there. If I'm remembering correctly, if maybe it's not, I don't No, no, no. The, the sequence I'm thinking is when they're all at the dinner and she talks about the tradition of what they do. That's that was the, yeah, that actually was end, yeah. a pretty, without the monologue, cause her monologue sucked. Yeah. Uh, but like just the flashbacks and the, and the sound effects and the killings, I was like, that was actually a pretty cool little montage, but we find out why these people are doing what they do on Thanksgiving. And essentially what they're doing is they're going out, finding people that don't celebrate Thanksgiving and killing and eating them. And you're like, okay, that's logical. That's actually kind of a uh, like it's like a cool like this dude. Honestly, honestly, if they took the story and fleshed it out a little bit more and made people likable, this could have been a pretty solid movie because I like the premise. Like, oh, you're you're I get it. Like, you're going against you're going after people that really don't have families or don't want to be together with people. You're going after low. Like, I was like, all right, there's you could flesh that out and make it cool. And especially when they talk about their ancestor, the one that started this and, and how she came down through just starting the tradition and keeping it alive. I was like, okay, this is actually like really interesting. And then the whole rest of the movie happens and you're like, Oh God. Um, so yeah, she's talking to the door about why they're go why they do what they do. And we go back to the restaurant and some guy comes in looking for a job, which I felt to be quite odd on Thanksgiving. Well, one why also, also like the fact that he just walks in the back door and no one questions it. No, he walks in the front door. No, he doesn't. He yeah. walks in the back in the kitchen. No, he doesn't. He walks in the front door. He goes back to the kitchen when they're talking, and he and the, he talks to the ladies. But he walks in through the front door. No, they they, okay. I, they I specifically... just watch it, dude. <laughs> well, I I mean, unless I literally fell asleep and dreamed this entire scene with the dialogue, like he comes to the back and the two ladies are like, "Why did you come through the back door, and not the front?" And he's like, "I was looking for it." Like they actually dialogue and actually mention to yeah, him. Yeah, he comes back in once he blocks the door with his van. Oh, oh, afterwards. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, I was thinking the first time. That's no, no, no. He I comes was in through the front looking for a job because every and because Lisa's like, okay, and then she takes him back to Mister Fucking Pearl or whatever. And he thought that was quite odd too. But then he just hires him immediately because he makes him go follow Lisa on her, on his shift. That whole thing was weird. Yeah. yeah, on her shift, he's like, "Yeah, just shadow her." And I'm like, "Is he hired in the leather jacket that he's in? Like, what the fuck?" So I guess he goes to follow her, and then that's when uh, she talks to the lady about changing her order because yeah. she's got the chicken. She wants a fucking salad now. Like, oh yeah, whatever. Um, and then that's you know. And then I think I'm getting confused now. Hold on a second. He comes in looking for a job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got ahead of myself there because then 
Because then after she takes him around for a little bit, that's when she goes to take out the trash and goes yeah. to see Buddy. Okay, I got him ahead of myself there. Um, and then do 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 do. He okay. So yeah, then he goes back to the boss's office, the guy who just got hired or is going to get hired or whatever. Kills the goes kills the boss and he gives this one liner about seafood because he put the whisk through the guy's eye. He he set up a joke, killed him through the eye, and he was like, "Get it, seafood." And I was like. Oh, wow. So funny. But I did like that kill. That was what? What the fuck was that? It was like, oh, Oh, it was was so funny. Oh, my God. (laughs) Great fucking setup there, guy. Uh, But I did like the the whisk to the eye because I've never seen somebody kill somebody. Also, he thought the whisk was a knife. He didn't even know it was a whisk. And he's like, with a whisk? He's like, whisk? He even questioned himself with it. Oh, shit. I must have. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He he thought it was a knife. And he's like, like yeah, he questions himself. He's like, "Oh well, here we go." I uh, that was uh, that was pretty cool. I like that. And then he starts to eat a little bit of the brain, which I found to be very very disgusting. Makes a joke about seafood. Yummy. Yeah. So um, and then we see Lisa talking to Buddy, and Buddy's kind of an asshole, but Lisa's also kind of an asshole too because they don't seem like they're very supportive of each other at all. Nope. Uh, so she leaves, which is a very short lived scene. He he works at a movie theater. He's showing Christmas elves movie or some weird. Well, it's funny because the movies that were on the marquee are actual movies that were out at the time this movie was filmed. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, we didn't put that on here, but they're actually movies that were in there. And then the movie that was being shown, I'm like, this has nothing to do with either of the two. Because I've seen the two movies that were on yeah. there. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm so confused. Maybe you can mention maybe you can mention them in text, but you can't verbally mention movies without copyright. I don't fucking know. I don't know how that works. I don't know. But yeah, they're he's showing some B Christmas movie, even though it's Thanksgiving, and then they get into like a little tiff or whatever. She leaves, whatever, comes back. Uh, yeah, and then, and then she just ends up back at the restaurant, I guess, because she just shows back up and everyone's having the most da- fucking awkward dance party I've ever seen in my life. It's shitty music and they're all just dancing around like crazy people and she shows back up. I'm like, why, why didn't you just go home? Like, Well, actually, she calls her dad to pick her up and, her, and it basically sounded like her dad's like, no. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, so, so she, she just went back. So she goes back to the restaurant, even though I just walk home or Uber, or whatever. Right. Twenty twenty. So yeah, they they come back to the most awkward fucking dance party ever. Uh, the new hire takes the goth chick outside, asks if she wants to see a trick. So she makes uh, he makes her close her eyes and open her mouth, and I'm like, oh god, this is don't. But no, he just takes her cigarette and then burns her in the back of the throat, which I felt odd. And then she's taken into the van and scalped, I think, or something, something about that. Uh, the lady in the van is part of this whole cult of the people that are killing people and eating them on Thanksgiving. So the pair go inside back to the awkward dance party. And then the, the, the man kills one of the cooks with a cleaver and all the coworkers try to exit out the back, but the back door is blocked by the van because the guy parked there. And then, yep. yeah, that's when he went in to talk to the cooks. Like, why didn't you come to the front? I was just blocking the door, bitch. It's fine. And now they're all stuck with the killers. And that's where I'll leave it because it doesn't get better. No. Oh, man. Oh boy, it's very. <gasps> yeah. So this is a this is a movie that I found so bad to be bad, but I did enjoy it because it was so bad. Oh, I did not at all. Oh, I enjoyed it because it was so stupid. I was like, man, this is dumb. I love this. I lost interest. I I I mean, for the podcast, I finished it, but I wanted to turn it off halfway in. I I, I was. I love uh, I love stupid movies. Like oh no, this, I do too. But like some are just like like it didn't. It, I lost interest twenty minutes in the movie. Like I was wa- I mean, I was still watching it, but I, like I was walking around doing other things, like dishes, other things while I was playing. And I was I was paying attention enough, but not like enough to be like, yeah. Well, that's why you don't remember the fucking scene about the. Guy. Oh no, I remember the scene. I just 
I lost interest, but for the sake of the podcast, I finished it. Also, while I paid, you were doing other stuff, it's but fine. also I paid money for it, so I'm like, I kind of have to finish it, or I feel guilty. See, it it kept making me laugh, and if you can make me laugh, I will watch it because I I did not laugh one time. Oh my god, I that the like I said the first the first little jab at the goth chick about go watch the craft again for the fiftieth time you pose her. I literally almost spit my drink out. I thought that was so fucking funny. I don't know. I guess I can just find the joy in little things, and I just think it's. I don't know. If you can make me laugh, even if you're a shit movie, I'll st- I'll continue to watch it. Like I will probably buy that Blu-ray and watch it every Thanksgiving because it's so bad. This and Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving is actually so bad it's good. Yeah, that one's it's so bad. That I'm one's like, a little different. You you got a puppet turkey. Let's not get sidetracked. Um, so Zool, she hey. she attacked me. Zool, over here. Come on, not fine yet. It'll be time soon. Go lay down. Go lay down. Get over here, crazy dog. Um, so yeah, that is uh the last Thanksgiving. Movie I will ever watch. I was just gonna <laughs> say. I was just gonna say the one we ever watch. No, it's the last Thanksgiving. You can rent it for like two ninety nine on IMD or on uh, Let- Amazon. Uh, Amazon. Uh, again, I did not think it was good. It has a four point zero out of ten on IMDb, and then a three point five at a, like at a letterbox. And I'm like, that is not where this movie should be. I gave it a two because I thought it was bad, but I did give it the heart because I enjoyed it. Because I was like, you are so bad, but I like this. I also gave it a two, but no heart. Yeah, I, I, so there you go. But same rating. I enjoyed one it. One liked it. One yeah, I enjoyed it for it being stupid and, and only an hour and 10 minutes. Like, okay, cool. If this was like an hour and a half, fucking nope. Would have taken that heart away. But it's an hour and 10 minutes. Like, fucking. That's yeah, no, I did not seven, like it. 70 minutes. You can, you can get that done in no time. Um, but yeah, there's no trivia on this because <laughs> what are they going to say? This was filmed inside a real dairy fish and chips. Tight. Thank you. Um, so yeah, that was the last Thanksgiving. I, I, I'm going to recommend it, but he won't. And that's fair. That's fair. It's not a movie for everybody. It's not even a movie for me. I don't even know why I liked it so much. <laughs> I, do, I don't even know why I fucking laughed so much. It was so stupid. Um, so let's get on to the movie of the hour, which I feel like we're probably going to have more similar ratings on this one. Take it away. All right. So my movie is called black Friday. It wasn't rated. Runtime is an hour and 24 minutes. Comedy horror. Oh, that's right. I got that because you're blind. Oh, no, you're fine this time. But yeah, I am blind. Thank you. But yeah, so it's an hour and 24 minutes comedy horror released November 24th, 2021. So not that far long ago. Yeah, like, well, okay. Actually, I think it was it was yesterday. So the 23rd. My bad. Well, whatever. It's still within 24 hours yeah. of this podcast. It was released. It's, 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 this movie's fresh. Smell it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anywho. <laughs> directed by uh, Casey... Tibu? I don't know. Tabu? Your guess is as good as mine. Tibu, Tabo. He has done some other small movies and TV shows. Yeah. Uh, starring uh, Devin Sawa. I guess that's how you would say his name. Just fucking, f- f- yeah, whatever. As Ken Bates. He was also in Final Destination as Alex Browning. Ivana Bakuri as Marnie. She was also, uh, she also played in Pan's Labyrinth as Ophelia. Ryan Lee as Chris Godecki. He was also in Super 8 as Carrie. Stephen Peck as Brian. This was his first movie. And the man himself, Bruce motherfucking Campbell. No fucking business being in this movie. It doesn't he, matter. I know, no, I know. But he had no business being in this fucking movie. Like, there's, no, there's no reason for him. I mean, I will say, though, there is a great cast, though. I mean, a great low-key cast here. And, I mean, some people that, you know, some people do recognize it and will know. I, I recognize uh, Devin Saw, and I'm like, I'm like, I know you. I'm like, oh, my God, you're from Final Destination. He was also in that movie Hunter Hunter that we told yeah. you about. Yeah. yeah. 
And so then, uh, solid little, little, fucking cast. Little child Ophelia that was in 2006. Yeah. Pence Lamont was all grown up. Yeah, I'm like, okay, this is a solid cast. So, yep. uh, yeah. Um, the budget wasn't available. Gross not available because it's pretty new. Um, I would say the budget's a little bit more than the last one, though. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Especially with Bruce Campbell being part of it, probably. But he was like fifth or sixth build too. So oh yeah, he I, I, don't, I don't think he took much for this. Probably movie. not. I mean, at this point, like he's probably just in movies. I mean, he's in a Christmas Hallmark movie now. He's turning into that one guy. Oh god, what's the other guy that's just like? Oh, he's turning into Nick Cage. He's just doing movies because he's like, yeah. I wanna, but like, do we love Nick Cage? We do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm not saying it's a but bad yeah, thing. No, no, no. It's, it's like you know Willy's Wonderland and the Incident and the Ghostland. He's just doing movies. Like it's true. I just want to. I just want to act, bro. Right. And not say words. Um, <laughs> movies that came out around the same time. It's current. No need for this. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, look, 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 get your phone out. What's out? A lot yeah, of like, shit. like Ghostbusters is out. I, yeah, it came out. No time to die is out. Uh, the new Resident Evil movie's yeah, out. Plenty of shit that's out right now. Anyway, so, uh, uh, any no specific horror moments from oh, you? Oh fuck yeah, dude! When Ruth got gooshed by yes. the cop car. Yes. Oh my god, that was almost as good as the fucking Children of the Corn two. I think when the the guy in the wheelchair gets gooshed through the window. Yeah. Is that the, is either the first or the second one? Oh yeah, when that when she got goose through the window with the cop car, I lost my shit. I was like, "Yep, that's, that's a good, yeah, that's a that's good one. my horror moment right there, baby. That's it." So yeah, All right, what about so, was that yours too? Yeah, that was yeah, a really good. Yeah, one. It's kind of hard not to like that one. Yeah, no, that was great. There was a couple <laughs> other like little ones, but like that was like the main one. <laughs> that was the one that made me chuckle the most. Oh yeah, I laughed because I didn't. You didn't expect that shit exactly. at all. Exactly. You're just like, oh okay, oh shit. <laughs> all right, so it's about a group of <laughs> toy store employees. Must protect each other from a horde of parasite-infected shoppers. Now, parasite-infected shoppers, Lena, when you think about this, you think zombies. They did not use that word once, or if they did, I think it was just more as a reference and not calling these people that. They're just normal people somehow infected by a yeah, parasite. They're just, yeah, they're just infected. So so basically the premise of this, of this movie, which will hit a lot of people at home, especially if you've worked retail during Black Friday. <laughs> no one fucking wants to do that because no matter what retail store... Or you know even movie theater like that you work at on Black Friday or Thanksgiving or any type of holiday, it's gonna suck. Yeah, it's and never it's never fun, and especially at a toy store or something like that on like the biggest shopping holiday of the year. Yeah, and if you've got a hot item like a Turbo Man, forget about it. Turbo Man, <laughs> Turbo Man, <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> if you don't know what that is, not my problem. Oh, and don't uh, say it. And little no little sidebar. They actually just came out with Funko Pops. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's like six variations, and I'm like, I'm like I pre-ordered fucking all of them. I had to do it. You have a problem. I, I do. Oh my god. <laughs> Funko Pops and Blu-rays, man. Anyways, continue. All right. So, so the movie opens up with the worker putting up a Black Friday sign, like in a warehouse looking area. Uh, when something shoots to the roof, like it, you know, it, it, meteor or something, it doesn't really show, but it, like the force that it goes through the roof was like was like a meteor or something. And then he goes to investigate it because why wouldn't you? You're putting a sign up or whatever that something fucking shoots through the roof. You're like, what the shit? So you go, he went to go check this out and it's this little like, it, it's not an alien or anything, but like, it's just, just, just this goo that's moving. Like a pulsating goo. Yeah, like a pulsating goo. Um, um, and all of a sudden it attacks him. And you're like, oh, okay. And that's the end of that for a second. And then the other two workers are trying to call this guy's name. Like, well, how's it going or whatever. Goes to see him and he's all infected and got warts and he looks like a zombie but like like i said they're not using that as yeah. the term and he you know attacks him and then so that opens the premise and you're like okay so like clearly this is gonna happen later on so then the next scene goes goes to you know introduces characters 
um, with a bunch of workers. Um, I forgot what the toy store was called. Do you remember by chance? Oh no, I don't. Yeah, I was. They I, said it like twice the whole movie, and I thought they were just referencing a toy store, but it actually was the name of the toy store. It's very, it was very just like. Oh, okay. Like on two on the nose as a Toy Store name. Toys, toys, toys. I don't know, but I don't remember. Anyway, I, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. Damn it. Anyway, I was so distracted by the like the movie. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, so then it opens up with the next day with a bunch of uh, workers prepping at the store at the, the dread of Black Friday, and they're clearly, you could clearly see the distress on their face and the ugh. Like I mean, like I said, if you've worked retail on any holiday, especially Black Friday, you you know you know what's going on. Like you feel it in your soul what's going on and this movie definitely resonates with me as as you know when i worked at abc because you know everybody wants liquor and of course you know let's do it on black friday where there's deals and everything so that resonates with me hardcore and it, it hurt my soul because i understood <laughs> every every bit of dread those characters were having i felt i'm like that's not acting that's real life yeah that's that's just that's just that's real yeah <laughs> so then so they're prepping for the you know the biggest night of the year in, in the toy store or whatnot and uh and then um their boss, the manager, goes um, goes on the intercom, which the boss is um, Bruce Campbell himself, explaining, here's a little, you know, here's little things from corporate, blah, blah, blah. One of the things are, uh, they take away the, uh, take away the, uh, I'm blanking on the word, the, the bet, like the uh, holiday, holiday uh, uh, money that they make. He didn't say that over the intercom, though. He did. No, you didn't. You don't, fi- you don't find that out until like, like 30, 40 minutes in. Yes and no. No, I'll get... So, so he does, but also explains it to that other guy, which I'll explain. But no, he says it over the intercom because the mm-hmm. older lady also mentions it to the... Uh, I forgot his name, but the, the gay guy. He mentions, like, what about our holiday pay? Because after he says it over the intercom... Then I guess no one was listening because when they when he tells them in person, they're all disgusted visibly. Honestly, like, before I get back into this, but this particular thing, there are some things in this movie I felt like there are scenes, like, deleted, and they just ignored it. Hmm. And they just went on with it. Because there were some times I actually rewinded myself. I'm like, did I forget? Did I lose something? Because I'm watching. I'm like, did I miss something? Like, in the, and like, did I lose time somehow? And I didn't. They just, mm. they were talking about something. All of a sudden, they go to another scene. I'm like, did they just, like, say fuck this scene? I mean, it wasn't like, it, it was just one of those things I thought was weird. It just felt like maybe it was, it was cut. I not at all. Yeah, I noticed a few different things like that. I don't know. I noticed some things, you know, technical things I look at more than, than the movie sometimes. It was just one of those things. Oh, no. I just feel like that's something yeah. that I would, I would, if, I don't know. I guess but I'll but, but anyway, yeah. So so he mentioned, you know, this whole uh, HR. You know, he's like, oh, but but he does the thing. And you might have missed it because he does when he says no holiday pay. He does it real quick and just ignores. It. He's like, he's like, and, and no holiday pay. Thanks for understanding. And then done. Like like oh. he kind of. But that does come back later on, of course. But uh, well, there's a difference between the holiday pay and the holiday bonus. No, he okay. So he mentions over the intercom the holiday pay. So, oh, sorry. there we go. I might yeah, have reworded yeah, yeah. it differently. That's my no, fault. no, yeah, because they they're supposed to get time and a half for working, but yes. then there's also supposed to be like a bonus. Okay, so, check. so the holiday pay there he mentions on the go. intercom, okay. and the bonus check he mentions later. Yes, because I rem- I remember the chick. Yeah, saying yeah. Uh, okay, the holiday pay. So yeah, yeah, so so I reworded it wrong. So they're not giving they're not getting the time and a half, which is bullshit. Yeah, agreed. Fucking Especially fuck. at a toy store during Black Friday. On like, Black Friday, fuck out of here. Like fuck you, corporate. Like <laughs> fuck that. Which, honestly, I think this movie just resonates more as a true story than anything. Because, to be honest, even though, like, corporate or whatever, like, working at a movie theater for 12 plus years like it did, you, you, you see some things, you learn some things, you, you, you shouldn't, but you've worked there for long enough. Corporate does not get, in certain places, corporate does not give a fuck. No matter what they say about you, they don't give a shit. It's all, it's all for them, and that's it. Sounds like our, our government. Anyway, <laughs> back to the movie, because we don't have time. This is not a political. Oh no, no, it's not. This is not a political podcast. Nope. 
maybe politically incorrect. Boom. Yeah, nice. All those noises. <laughs> All the noises. All the noises. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So, so <laughs> All right. So after he does his little intercom thing, blah, blah, blah. Then, you know, the store opens. You see, you see like, a bu- like basically an angry mob waiting at the door, you know, to go in. Like, of course they would. Yeah. Open it up. And then. Um, you know, you got one working register, a couple working the floor, you know, like they, they're, they're man in their positions. And then, you know, um, one character, uh, you know, he's ringing up and, he, you know, he's going slower because he's not used to the register. He doesn't like the register. And fucking Karen. There's always got to be a Karen. Number one grandmother. Number one grandmother. Uh, I guarantee you her name was Karen. Anyway. <laughs> She's like, why so slow? Hurry up, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and then he seems like a germaphobe because he, he you know. The way he goes, but he he clicks a button. There's like jam or whatever on the on the button, but on one of the goopiness. Bo- but also like, why wouldn't he catch that before he went on? Like he's looking at the register. Like why wouldn't he? It's just one of those things that I it feel like was there. Might have just dripped down. Who knows? I mean that's true. It could have. But uh, anyway, and then um, I don't know his his name, but the the gay guy, the gay like uh, sassy uh, kiss ass. Oh Brian, the manager. Brian. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't think of his name. I just I just know he was. Oh, he was so sassy. I loved it. Oh yes, so sassy. So, there were times where I'm like, I hate you, but the other times I'm like, you know what? I love your sassiness. I love his. He was he was a great sassy. Uh, he was sassy a great. Guy. Ca- he was a great character. Oh, yeah, he was fantastic. But anyway, <laughs> he was, he was anyway, so so he clearly is. You know, he sees that uh, this other guy. He's having trouble on the register. So he closes the register, and as he's doing, he's got to, I guess we just have to close the register, but in like the <laughs> sassy way. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> sass, sassy bitch. Like, whoa. And he's like, some guy just vomited over there. You can go clean that up. And then he's like, you like the floor anyways. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, All right, fine. So then the guy goes to clean this vomit, and it's not ordinary vomit. It looks like, it looks like a cat exploded a hairball. With exploded vomit, exploded a hairball. Well, the cat exploded, and then the hairball came with it. It was oh, just, okay, it was just all hairy and gross. And <laughs> there was a lot. Of, it didn't look like normal vomit. No. So he goes to like clean it up, but as he's doing it, he he as soon as the guy I guess that did it, he's like, "We'll get you some help." And then the guy who clearly is infected, kind of like goes in to attack him. Yeah. And obviously, when somebody attacks you, you don't let that happen. You kind of like want to protect yourself. And then, you know, he gets away from him or whatever, and this other girl like, attacks, or this other woman attacks him too. And he, he's def- he's defending himself, but in doing so, he knocks over a, uh, I can't word. Like a rack or a something? A rack, yeah. thank you, I can't word. With, with, that had that had a, uh, like a, one of those toy uh, Cadillac, like one of those little little toy uh, cars or whatever, that crushed her and killed her. Oh, did it kill her? Yeah, they, well, they didn't they didn't show it, but they mentioned oh, it. Oh, yeah, they it's like, yeah, it's it. It was all verbal. yeah. yeah. So then uh, one of the employees sees that and goes, what the fuck? <laughs> and, then, and then they tie him to a chair. And then the sassy uh, Brian's like, you're going to jail. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, they, they, they are really like, just. They, uh, had to, they had to close the store because murder. Yeah, because they had to send people out in <laughs> stretchers or whatever. And then, of course, Bruce Campbell is like, is like. We're only an hour into Black Friday when they send everybody home, and then uh, the the actress, uh, the uh, the girl from uh, Penn's Labyrinth, Marnie, Marnie, she's like, of course that's what you're thinking of. Which, to be honest, the general manager is just thinking about the money, because well, they're expecting big numbers well, yeah, of this course. weekend. I gotta uh, pop my bottle of champagne, you know. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> but yeah, but so now they're, they're interrogating him. We're like, we're gonna wait for you. You're just gonna wait here all tied until the cops comes because you murdered somebody. Like, do you not see the chaos going on in the store? People yeah. are not themselves, friend. So, so you no, know, everybody's out of the store right now. So they're trying to figure out what to do. But then somehow one person's still in there and attacks somebody else, one of the other employees. 
So then they're all freaking out, and uh, Brian call, uh, tries to call one of the other stores to you know to see if if they're open or whatnot, to see what's going on. And mm, yeah, and they're going through the same same thing where people are just randomly like getting infected and turning against you know everybody. And then one of the over the intercom, you hear like they're building something in the store. You're like, oh okay, whatever. Like at first you just blow that off, like okay, so weirdos doing some shit, and then. And then they hang up, and, uh, and now they're trying to figure out what to do and whatnot. And uh, the one, the other employee that got attacked starts to turn like you would if you got bit by a zombie or something. But like I said, they don't really use that term at all. But, I mean, you've seen enough zombie movies or infected things to know how that works. And so he's now up and about, turned into a zombie or whatever. And, you know, they're all, like, defending. And then they find out that somehow the customers got back into the store and they are two building whatever, and they're like, "Oh, that's what this store said." And yeah, and they said, and the, and the lady on the phone said, "Do not let them gather. They're building something." Yes. Ah! And then she died. So you're like, oh, "What are they building?" So, so what now they're like, like, "Okay, we're trapped in here. We got to try to find a way out." But also, like, so, so the rest of the movie, they're trying to do that. Um, anything like, I just kind of want to leave it there because that's when like a lot of chaos ensues. Right, that's fine. I mean, I got. I mean, plenty, is there anything got, else you want to say? I got plenty of shit to say about this movie. All right. Well, that's where I wanted to leave off. But uh. Oh, I wasn't gonna go any further. Okay. Well, well, f- do what you wanted to say. Oh yeah. Um. Let's just see. Yeah, I I can relate to the uh to the retail Black Friday thing. Yes. Because I I used to okay I used to work at IKEA. I worked there for about almost five years I think, and I don't know what it is about Black Friday that draws people to Ikea because we don't... They never did Black I was, Friday. I was going to say, did they even no. like, drop anything? No, but people think that they did sales. Oh, everybody thinks everybody does. We never did a Black Friday that I can remember. We never had anything percentage off. Ikea, the, furniture doesn't really... Uh, that shit is cheap. You can't make cheap furniture cheaper. Uh, or excuse me, sorry, it's inexpensive furniture. We don't like the word cheap. We say inexpensive. That's literally, <laughs> no, they've literally told us to say that. We don't call our furniture cheap. We call it inexpensive. I'm like, that's just a classy way to say cheap. All right. So yeah, I, I relate to the Black Friday retail yep. stress of just. That movie was a very relatable on that aspect. Yeah, just shitty customers. Because uh, I've, you know, I've worked other retail jobs too. Um, and then, you know, I worked in the movies too, where people just like to come in on fucking holidays. Like you don't have a goddamn life. Just don't go to movies on Christmas. Just don't do it. There's no reason to spend time with your family. If you don't have after it's equally busy. Yeah. If you don't have a family, fucking go find one. I don't know. Just knock on doors until someone lets you in. Don't do that. Don't. That's a terrible advice. (laughs) That's That's, horrible. Terrible advice. I'm sorry. Anyways. Uh, so yes, I can relate, relate to the black Friday, uh, chaos, I thought that was very uh, was very funny. Also, again, Bruce Campbell had no business being in this movie. But, but he killed it as he usual. Fu- he killed it. He was so goddamn funny as as the boss in this movie. So silly. Had a lot of funny one-liners. Um, there was one specific liner that was kind of a... I can't remember what it was exactly, and I, I wouldn't want to give it away anyways, but it's kind of a meta line where they go to make a decision in the movie, and he's like, shouldn't... Like, something, something. And you're like, oh, that was kind of funny. It was almost like a scream moment yes. where they had that meta... I did like... Uh- Towards at the end, um, Brian was saying something, and then, like, you know, he's so he's like a brown noser, but uh, Bruce Campbell is just looks at him, and is like, You really are a boner killer, aren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he goes I back and like, forth. I was like, Are you, are you, got, do you have a chubby right now? Like, what's my head, going on? In my head, I'm like, Why th- that specific, like, line? Like, I get where you're going, but like, why boner killer? Like, this is not a time for that. I get, yeah, I guess he just had a raging heart on this whole movie because <laughs> he said that I had to double take and I was like, Boner killer, are you, do you, do you, are you good right now, Bruce Campbell? So, yeah, he's got some great lines in this. 
Um, I also have to give super big props to the practical effects in this. Oh, yeah. Those were, I mean, that's typically what you will get with indie movies. You know, you do get like Terrifier, great practical effects. But also, I feel like with any movie with Bruce Campbell, he's going to probably push for the practical yeah. effects because the movie that made him... Yeah, like ninety yeah. percent practical effects. So yeah, I just, I just, it's always nice to see a brand new movie come out and then yes, there was some CG and it wasn't that great. A couple scenes, but they had to do it for the circumstances. Yeah. And I get it, but I'd say like it was like a ninety ten mix of like ninety percent practical, like ten percent CG, yeah. which was fantastic. Um, I also did have a really big problem with it for a, for a while, and I will tell you what it was, and it it was the fact that they didn't, they don't ever explain. Oh yeah, that was my problem. Well, see. I I, ha- I was the whole time like, I swear to God, they don't fucking explain this. And then the ending happened, and I was like, I don't even care. I don't even care. <laughs> At this point in the story, I don't fucking care, because that was a solid third act. That shit blew my mind. I was like, is this happening right now? Because what the fucking, like, what the things are building, yeah. what it turns into... I was blown away. <laughs> so that just canceled each other. Out. I, I still like, want to know like I, why. Yeah, I, I, I did too. Out of, out of nowhere. And why Black Friday? Like well, what? Like why out of, the, out of all the like. I just, well, because they make a joke. Or no, maybe that was my movie. I know one of the movies makes a joke about how there's not any Thanksgiving horror movies. Oh, uh, your movie. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't know why Black Friday. I just, maybe because there's, there's not a lot of movies based around Thanksgiving. There's not. I mean, maybe. if it wasn't for this one, I would have had to dig pretty deep to find another shitty Thanksgiving movie because there's not a lot of them. So true. maybe that, um, maybe just the, the you know, re- relating to, you know, uh, retail. retail yeah, yeah, maybe. And dropping it a couple days before. May- is, maybe is the perfect. writer, maybe the writer used to do retail. He's like, you know what? Let me do a horror movie of this because that's actually a fact. That's already stressful enough. Yes. Um, so yeah, the, uh, the whole them not explaining why the things are there. And I mean, okay. They do actually kind of explain it because in a, uh, in like a passing audio clip from, uh, uh like a boom box or, or something or, radio you hear that there's a meteor shower happening tonight which so, makes sense for the beginning so yeah that makes sense that there's yeah so i, I guess the kind of uh, throwaway explanation is there's a meteor shower and whatever this is is in the meteor shower some of it's you know falling to earth and causing chaos so there was something i just kind of wanted like a little bit more yeah and, but then again the ending happened and i was like oh man this is crazy i love it um, so, so that was really good too. And, um, I mean, it is kind of a movie you've seen a bunch, you know, with like people being, you know, it's like the like quarantine, you know, like, Oh, someone got you know possessed or infected. But, but the and, thing that makes this uh separate from the rest is it's, it's, they've not actually done a movie set on black Friday horror. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like black. I mean, I mean, they've done Christmas movies, plenty of Christmas, like, yeah. like, like shopping store movies and stuff, but they've never actually done one specifically over one night on black Friday. <sighs> there was an, in- Oh man. I don't know. If, was Am it- I wrong? No, 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 no. I just remember seeing a montage of, I don't know, I don't know if, I don't mind not even been a horror movie. Maybe it was um, uh, Jingle All the Way, where they have that black, fr- they have that scene where everyone's trampling each other to get the, there's a scene. I mean, in- there's a scene in Jingle All the Way where everybody's going to get Turbo Man. Maybe that's what it is. I, I know there's like a couple scenes from movies where people are, it is Black Friday and they're trampling people to get a present. Or, or it's just holidays. Uh, or it's yeah. holidays. But yeah, I don't think I, I can't recall one being specifically set on Black Friday. Yeah. Um, and, and, it, and it literally was just over one night. Like, yeah. it's not like they started like, 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 you know, like the week of Thanksgiving and they just ended with Black Friday. It, it literally was just one night. The only thing that I can think of that was similar was the one that I watched recently for the inanimate, ho- uh, inanimate horror, uh, Oh my God. Inanimate object horror. That's a lot to say. And it was slacks, but it wasn't black Friday. It was just like 
a night before they rolled out sales on this new product. Yeah. So it wasn't Black Friday. So maybe, yeah, maybe that's the reason they decided to set it then because it's literally called Black Friday, released two days before actual Black Friday. And when you listen to this, it will be Black Friday. So it's like the perfect perfect storm, man. Black Friday-ception. And I also loved how they... uh, how they mentioned in the movie how they how it's not called Black Friday anymore. It's oh, like, it's, it's green. It's called Green Friday because of money, and I'm <laughs> like, that's kind of that's kind of. Yeah, funny. I like that. Dole, hey, come on, over here. Table crow. Hey, Dole, come on. We're almost done. I know you can you can visit with him in a minute. You got you got to come over here though, right there in your bed. She loves me. Right there. You, stop following my finger, you weirdo. She's like, oh, you gonna pet me? No, I'll pet you later. Um, but yeah, this was kind of a, uh, I, I hope a lot of people see this. I hope people give this a little bit of love. I, I think a lot of people will just solely because they see Bruce Campbell's name on it. I mean, he is literally in I the middle would've... of the cast on yes. the, on the title. Honestly, card. I probably would have never heard of this movie unless I was a fan of Bruce Campbell. It yeah. would have, I mean, I heard about this months ago. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I had, I remember hearing about it. I just don't remember seeing his name attached. And then I was like, Oh, black Friday. Like, Oh shit. I remember hearing that name, but then I saw Bruce Campbell and I was like, Oh shit! There's no reason for him to be in this. Got to watch it. Right. Got to watch it. Um. Yeah, I love his role as the uh, kind of goofy, uh, b- a manager. I don't think yeah. I've seen him in a manager role before. But he, you know, he's he's like he's like old old dad Bruce. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, he was wearing his cardigan and everything. He's got the you know he's got the gray mustache going on. I'm like, all right, you're rocking that shit. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty good. I just uh, love the fact that it's just I just love movies where you're just they're trapped. You know what I mean? They have to figure out a way to get out. Um, people start dropping like flies too. Um, I won't say who, but one of the deaths is great when he just jumps down into the, yes. into the things. You're like, Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's good. And then, and then the ending is also good as well. Cause they don't really tie it all up, but people, you know, I will, some people do get away and then they just kind of leave it like with some ominous shit in the background. I'm, kinda, I'm like, all right, all it right. Gave me, it gave me, it gave me like a, like a, like a, like the end of like cooties vibe. Yeah, exactly. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. So all in all, solid movie. Uh, I uh, I was very entertained by this. And again, hour and twenty like twenty three minutes. That is like the best time in my opinion for a horror movie. Get in, get out, have a lot of fun. Yep. Call it a day. Um. So yeah. What did we say though? Oh yeah, that, that horror moment with Ruth. Yeah. Fucking goose. That was so great. The fucking cop has no reason to do that, but he did. Oh man, that was a fun movie. That's a movie if they make a Blu-ray of, I will. I have to own that. Oh, movie. it comes out in January. Oh, does it really? Yes, ma'am. Uh, yes, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll be buying that Blu-ray. Um, it's actually from the same uh, production company that did Willy's Wonderland. That makes sense. Screen Media, I think it's. I think it is. Yeah. Screen Gems. No, that's Lionsgate. <laughs> I know. Or Sony. That's one of the two. Um. So yeah, that was a good time. Uh, that was on Voodoo six ninety nine. Yeah, renting for six ninety nine. You you probably rented anywhere for six ninety nine, but oh, that's true, is yeah. where I got it. Yeah, not too shabs. I would definitely recommend that one. So uh, I guess you could read the trivia and the ratings, and then we'll call right. it a day. So it was uh, the movie was filmed in a former Babies R Us, which you know I thought Toys R Us, but Babies R Us same thing, but for babies, because it did look a lot lot of like a Toys R Us store, which yeah. it was just a babies on location at a toy store. That's I know. dedication. <laughs> The last two days of the shoot was when the crew shot the finale scenes that are outside. They got lucky with the weather as the next day there was a blizzard that crippled all of Massachusetts. Oh, so the movie was filmed in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. Boston, eh? That was terrible. That's Canadian. Oh, yeah, eh? Minnesota. Anyways, continue. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) The rating on IMDb is a 4.7 out of 10. I mean, it's only been out for like a day or two, so not many people have seen it. And uh, Letterboxd is a 2.6 out of 5. 
What did you give it? So, I was going to give it a three. Or I was going to give it a three five, right? But then the whole thing about not explaining it happened. And then that counter... I gave it a three five. <laughs> I was going to try... No, I gave, I gave it a three five. I see. I gave it a three for that same reason. I didn't... I for, I'm like, I wanted more explanation... So I just I just gave it a three, but I mean I still it was fun, and I will also be buying it. Like I owned it. It's, I mean I will own it. It's, it was a fun movie. I think the uh, I think the half point sway for me was just the fact that Bruce Campbell was in this. Oh yeah, he had no reason being in it, and he and and he was hilarious. I was like, okay, you know what? That's 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 a triple threat right there. Um, I'm gonna give you half a star extra. So I gave it bonus points because I was gonna give it a three, but that's I was fair. like I was like I gotta get bonus points for Bruce Campbell. That's he, fair. He didn't need to do this, and he did, and it was awesome. Um, so yeah, that is Black Friday. Don't get this confused because there's a couple. There are. There's a couple. And I don't know. I don't think they have to do anything with actual Black Friday because you have, you have Black Friday from 2004, which has nothing to do. It's like a war movie, right? Then you've got Black Friday from 1940. Again, nothing to do with Black Friday. That's like, like a gangster movie. Then you have Black Friday from this year. Then you have Black Friday from 2020, which is something about, uh, t- it's like a Tickle Me Wiggly fa- like yeah, toy. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. And there. this is uh, apparently on, but this just says the holiday season hottest toy. So yeah, there's a lot of Black Fridays. Like, there's a lot. But just look for the one with Bruce Campbell. Yeah, because he is literally like right in the middle of this poster with uh, Marnie, Archie, Chris, and uh, Ken. So, yeah, you just look for him and his gorgeous mustache. Gorgeous. It's like Tom Selecian right there. It's fucking good stuff in the cardigan, too, which is, yeah, he really is looking like a school, like a school teacher. Yep. <laughs> oh, Bruce. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's all I got to say, man. Yep. A um, over and out. Um, you can follow us on the Facebooks at Frightmares and Instagram at Frightmares Podcast. Slash your app at Frightmares Podcast. Twitter at Frightmares underscore pod. Um, stay spooky at outlook.com is our email. I'm Dr. Proctor on Letterboxd. You are Slafferman. Slafferman. Me and Gabby are going to be back next week. You're going to be back in two weeks. Spoiler alert. Uh, me and Gabby will be doing some Sam Raimi movies next week. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then me and you are going to be doing two weeks. We're going to be doing some Eli Roth movies. So double spoils right there for the episodes. And then we're going to get into some holiday stuff. And I have a fun idea that I'll tell you off air for what we're going to do for the top 10 of the year. Um, So, yeah, until then, guys, stay tuned. Stay spooky.